0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Color Pink. I am Mika, your host of this solo podcast. If you're new to this, welcome back. Sorry if you're new to this. This is going to be a little bit of an unconventional episode because uh, to be told, I'm a little bit like worn out um and a little bit overwhelmed as I'm recording this. So maybe if you like are here for the super energetic vibe, <laughs> switch to another episode. But for the OG listeners, I think you guys will appreciate this. This episode is going to be about humanity and the moments that make life worth living. And I I mean, I'm not trying to sound cheesy in saying that. I think you'll um, understand when I explain it in just a little bit. Let's get started. So this episode is a little bit unusual, as I just said. And the reason it's unusual is because it's one of those things which has happened so recently that it's a little bit hard to process and yet i make an attempt anyway because i would rather risk it being a piece of trash because i'm not really concerned about you know taking that l for the sake of for the chance of making this like a fresh thought that's captured right in the moment and can't be captured anytime else after then, other than when it just happened or the right after the fact so what am i talking about well there's a reason this podcast episode was recorded a bit late and i know if you this a lot of you listen to this like as a regular part of your schedule in the regular part of your day sorry if this like a bit late um upload messed you up um i'm sure you had like plenty of other episodes to look at because there's like over 150 or 170 probably by now for you the- like a backlog but it was recorded a bit later because today was one of those days where I had to live life in order to talk about it. There's a Hemingway quote which I resonate with quite strongly, but the problem is every time I say that, I forget the damn quote. And it's something about um, how, I think it. to paraphrase, just to be safe, I'm going to say paraphrase, it goes something along the lines of, in order to write about life, you must first live it. And I resonate with that frequently because I talk about my experiences a lot this is that's the whole basis of this podcast it's like spouting or like dispensing or extracting that's the (laughs) that's what i was looking for extracting the lessons that i learned from my myriad experiences and it's basically like writing about my life as hemingway says or talking about my life or like creating content about my life but you, it's easy to get trapped in a cycle where you just have to make, 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 and like squeeze, 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 and get all these like gold nuggets of wisdom, wisdom in quotation marks, out that you forget to actually live your damn life. And I'm getting like better and better at doing that because I recognize that it's a problem. It's like a problem which impacts the quality of the stuff you create. It impacts your like health. It impacts a bunch of things. So I make, an, I make it a point to keep um, living, in order to keep talking about living today was one of those days all that to say today was one of those days and um the the experiences in particular which i like to use to live life if you will is spending time with people because like you know og listeners longtime listeners you know that a lot of my thoughts centers around relationships and people because i think if you really listen to yourself first of all that's what you would be pretty concerned about like most, it's like the relationships that matter to you. And secondly, I just happen to be a pretty extroverted, sociable, caring person. So that's just part of my personality. So a lot of my stuff centers on people. And so I had a chance, had the opportunity to hang out or spend time with people who I don't usually get to spend time with today. And the reason being, they're like really new acquaintances or really new friends who became really close really quickly. And I'm not really sure why. There's a lot of things that interest me, that fascinate me about this relationship. And these are two people, by the way. They come as a package, as they say. Like, they're two peas in a pod, and I'm like the third pea, kind of, in the pod um, right now. and Or like I'm getting there. And this, these two people like we vibe on such a level which is unusual i think they find it unusual and i find it definitely unusual because i don't really vibe with anyone much at all so it's interesting it's very interesting to me for that reason and a bunch of other reasons but i got to spend time with this duo so us the trio got to spend time together today and it wasn't an insignificant amount of time especially not in my really busy schedule um it's like four or five hours i think were occupied which is like the better part of a working day. It's like Tuesday today, and that's why this podcast is late. That's why everything is pushed back. That's why I didn't get to do a lot of what I wanted to do. But this experience taught me a lot about the perspective of it's. Sorry, this experience taught me a lot about why I do what I do. Sorry, I'm a little bit slow today. I'm gonna have to try and like keep up with you guys. I'm usually talking like super fast and energetically, which is why in the beginning I said. If this is if you're here for like the energetic version of this podcast, maybe this is not the best episode to listen to because I am tired and a little bit slow the process, slow on the uptake because this is like still fresh fresh on my mind. But as I was saying, I spent time with these people and it was interesting because it showed me a little bit more that I didn't really see about why I do what I do, and that's where this title comes in, after like, five solid minutes of intro, sorry about that, didn't, wasn't supposed to be that long, that, that's where this title of this podcast comes in, or the gist, or title of this episode comes in, damn, why am I so, like, bad at speaking, this is where the main message, the main gist of this episode comes in, work to afford humanity, that's a little bit of an odd thing, but I came up with it and stuck with it, because it encompasses what i'm trying to say perfectly the gist is of this episode which i'm about to um go into deeper detail with is that i think a noble reason to work so hard is so that you can afford to spend times to spend time on things that you need to spend time on as a human in other words you s- i i i think it's really A noble cause to work so hard for the sake of being able to afford humanity in some way. And what I mean, like in more direct terms that are more direct to my use case or to my life, which I like it just gave, like the example of with this hangout, is if I weren't working so hard to satisfy my intellectual needs, my Uh, Financial needs with like working shit, with my like other all kinds of other needs. I weren't taking care of myself so well already, then I wouldn't be able to afford these beautiful moments, these beautiful opportunities, such as the hangout with these two new friends today. And this may not sound like a big deal, you know, like you don't get to hang out with two friends on a Tuesday night, like that. That's not that doesn't sound like a big deal, but i haven't been around very long though i have been long around long enough to know this things start especially relationships they start very small like we don't expect them to grow to what they can end up being so i take these like encounters especially with people very very seriously i mean Even little things like what I do every day, how I structure the day, how I get a good night's sleep, like what kind of sleep I get, what time I sleep, like all those things I'm constantly tweaking because the more you understand how everything influences the outcome that you want to influence, the more you can change those little things. So for instance, my work is heavily influenced by sleep, what I eat, and what I do first at the start of the day, what kind of tasks, among other things. So these are three little things which you don't really necessarily think are matter that much. But... When you control them, like, especially when you control them together, knowing how they're connected, they have a very big, you can have a very big impact on your work. But it like, as I was saying, similar, similarly in this case, these relationships, like these starts of friendships, these like, AKA these little hangouts, they can lead to much more things down the line. And even if they don't like they're immensely enjoyable and they remind me like why I'm still alive. It's to find people like these and enjoy spending time with them and, like, provide value to each other through that friendship. And, like, it. that's, like, a deep part of being a person. I don't need to explain that to you, you know, spending time with your friends or family, people you care about. But the thing is, I wouldn't be able to afford that. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I weren't working so hard. So, in a way, like, I wanted to make this episode to show you a part of me which goes against the image which is sometimes put out really easily on the internet which is i make videos about working 13 hour days i make a podcast episode every fucking day i do this and i do that i write every day i'm starting to write every day now post everywhere every day i worked really hard i'm asian which implies i work really hard i guess people assume that and like I'm just this machine to a lot of people. A machine who does stuff, you know. As most of my friends, if I can go out for nachos on Wednesday night, and if you if you were to ask them, what do you think he'd be doing? Like if he said no, they'd probably be like working. Like the top ten people who know me in my life the best probably would say working because it's such it's so interwoven in my identity and it's not really um whether it's because I want to or because uh, whatever, that's the way it is, that's the result, and that image is something which I don't really care about, to be perfectly honest, but I do notice, and I thought it was interesting to give an opposite view of that, because like I said, um, or if you're new around here, you might not know that the, a theme in the recent, or recent theme that's emerged in these episodes is giving the opposite side of commonly held or comfortable beliefs. So, you know, I did episodes on hard work being bad for you, patience being bad for you, um, the positive, but the positive benefits of, like, bad habits, like wasting time and, like, you know, other things. And so it's kind of like continuing this theme with a stereotypically, quotation mark, strong belief about me. That, you know, Mika's just this work machine. And, like, you can see from this example, hopefully deep down i'm just working so hard just so that i can be with the people i love it's no different than a lot of people who maybe express this desire in a different way maybe you skype call with your cousin back home for like three hours every day if you ask me to do that i would die because i can't devote three hours every single day to even do something i like like i think of The fucking ten top things I like doing most in my life, I can't do that for three hours. I can't do any of them for three hours because my attention span is short. That's number one. Number two, I just couldn't like devote that. I don't have that kind of time. I my goals, my ambition requires me to spend like those three hours on other things in order to achieve that ambition realistic in a realistic time frame. So I couldn't do that. I couldn't spend three hours talking to my cousin every single day that might be a way you express your desire to connect with people but i just i like deep down i'm saying that's the same thing the reason i work so hard trying to express the same thing i'm trying to like paint that picture for you i'm i'm trying to make that connection because like i said the only way i can afford to um make all these human connections and to have all these human moments that make me feel like i'm alive is by working so hard because that's just how I roll, like, I don't have to explain it to you, but you probably um, can see the dots by now, but just to reiterate, for those of you who are falling asleep, like, I, like I said from before, I could only go out tonight if I had done my work, like, you know, to a sufficient point up till tonight, I can only have fun when I'm, like, healthy, and, like, my mind, and I'm well rested, I can only afford to even be in the same country as these people if I, you know, get my shit together with my job and all that, and I can actually be here, like, there's so many things which I had to do to afford this moment of humanity, and, like, hopefully showing that connection of, like, Mika works really hard, or, like, someone who works really hard, to really a fundamental aspect of being human that everyone almost can relate to, like, showing the connection between that is really interesting, because, like, when I realized that, I realized something really fundamentally... Like, a fundamental aspect of my character, which I didn't really articulate that way yet, which is cool. But also, I think bringing it to your attention, dear listener, is is, is a cool way to show that people just express things in different ways. And this is one of those ways where you can tragically misread people. So, I mean, it could one of the maybe sub-messages of this episode could be, you know, like, we're all fundamentally human. And we express that in different ways. But, you know, steering back to the the main message, what if you worked to afford to be human? Now, I'm not saying, like, you know, these human experiences are exclusive and you should strive to, like, make really rich friends and, like, strive for the big shit. There's all kinds of ways you can feel like you're a human being, you know, no matter where you are, I'm not trying to make paint this exclusive view of humanity. I'm just saying, like, what if you pitched work to yourself that way? What if you made your drive to put yourself constantly put yourself in a better position to be human? In fact, like I can go deeper on this with my own example just to show you what this looks like. So I just said, what if you made your drive like the only purpose of you working? would be to constantly put yourself in a better position to be a human. Well, an example of me implementing that in my life, which is like super easy for me to come up with because I think about it literally all the time, is why I'm doing this right now. It's literally fucking 2.28 a.m. in Malaysia when I'm recording this, and it's a Tuesday night, and or Wednesday morning, rather, and I'm recording a podcast, which I do every single day, and... I still have work to do after this and like I was doing work today and like I create I write on Medium every day and I do on YouTube uploads like sometimes multiple times a day. Like I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm working so hard on building my personal brand about mindset. Why? Like why do I do all these things? I think that's what I mean by I literally think about it all the time because I'm working on it all the time. Well the reason I work so hard on this stuff, on my content, in addition to supporting a day job, to sustaining a day job which pays the bills for now, actually like small detail you might not have known, is I thought to myself a few months ago, I need to be ready to be there for people when I need to be there for people. Because little known fact, I started off this journey when one of my friends attempted suicide. That's I was in college at the time in my first year. Um, College is a fucking joke. I, I mean, to me, it just doesn't work for me. I know that for a fact. You can't pay me enough money to go to college. Like, float me any sum of money, I will reject it, because I cannot do college, it just makes me fundamentally unhappy, it's a waste of my time as a person, I just don't vibe with it, so I was in college, miserable as fuck, like, it had been nine months in college, suddenly, I get news that one of my very, very close friends, which I had known, who I had known um, for years, attempted suicide, and obviously that shook me, and the main message, the main, like, thought that came out of that was, you know what? Like people are gonna people can drop off just like that. Drop off the radar and you never talk to them again, never see them again. People you care about. And I need to do whatever it takes to be in a position where if those moments come, I can treasure them, I can take them, I can like be there to spend the last moments with my friend. I can be there to help someone in a time of need. And that takes like that freedom in life. Is not granted universally. Not everyone can fly back to their hometown to spend like a night out with their friends when they're having a panic attack if they're in a different continent. Like, that's just not how our world is set up. You need a certain amount of freedom in your job, you need a certain amount of money, you need a certain amount of dedication. You need, first of all, I mean, to start with, you need the kind of relationships which support that. You need to be fucking with people on that level. All those things, I thought to myself, okay, I want the goal of being there for people when they, when it matters. I want to be able to be there. And then you r- figure out what you need, and I'm like, th- okay, that's how I get to work. That's the reason I do all this. It is not um, it is not any other reason of like, yeah, I want to be the best at whatever in the world. I want to prove to my parents that I'm not a psycho of shit. N- none of that shit really matters to me. At the end of the day, I'm just doing all this working so hard, so I can be there for people when it matters, that's why I started this, that's why I keep doing this, and that's why I will keep doing this, like, that's my reason, it's not, I'm not saying it should be your reason, but, like, I'm just saying it's an example of how you can make people the goal of your work, your journey, and that's pretty fucking, cool, pretty fucking different, if I may say so myself, so that's just a thought, maybe it inspires you to think about work in a different way too, um, this is about the point where I'll end the serious part of this podcast, and for those who are new around here, serious part of this podcast comes first, For because I know a lot of my audience um, likes to just get straight to the point, and doesn't care about like the more casual bullshit, like what's going on in my life, and all that shit, so I just put the serious stuff at the beginning so that they can listen and then fuck off before the ending where I put all the like fucking around casual stuff or housekeeping stuff as I like to call it. I don't know why I call it housekeeping stuff, but anyway, serious people, this is where the point where you can drop off. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the color pink housekeeping people, people who want more casual shit. Um, Actually, a lot of things happened today, which like, you know, related to that example of what inspired this podcast or this episode. Why do I keep saying podcast in, instead of episodes? Fucking stupid. Um, a lot of things happened, which I didn't mention, related to this Hangout. First of all, unexpectedly, I got my skateboard in the mail. Now, um, some of you may not know this, because I don't think I've mentioned it actually on this podcast before. One of the things that I'm manically obsessed with is skateboarding. And it's because when I first started skateboarding, skateboarding was my symbol of independence of creativity well not creativity like independence freedom and just growing up and like there's there's a story i can tell like another day but like at the end of the day skateboarding just means a great deal to me in munich i live in munich germany as an editor uh, um, and i work as an editor at a media startup based there currently i'm in malaysia for a visa problem but usually i live in germany and if you don't know like germany has some pretty dope biking infrastructure which also means they have good skateboarding infrastructure like of all the places i've been in the world like the streets are the most friendly to skateboarding i mean you need a longboard or at least like a cruiser longboard hybrid because bumps and shit like you won't have a good time if you're commuting long distances with anything less than that but i commute on a longboard to work to and back every day in germany or at least when i'm in germany so like it's a big part of my life and like it matters to me and since I had to emergency move to Malaysia for a visa prom I didn't have a skateboard for about three months because I didn't expect to be here in Malaysia for very long. So obviously I didn't bring it. And you know, it's fucking like four feet long or some shit like that. Like it's not that easy to travel with. So I didn't bother. That was a mistake. That was a very big mistake. I should never travel anywhere on the planet without a skateboard. That's the lesson I've learned from this whole fiasco. But I finally like got my shit together and f- and like felt like it was the right time to get a skateboard for Malaysia that I could bring anywhere I wanted and so naturally what came out in my mind is a penny board because for those of you who are not really skateboarding um knowledgeable, penny boards are like some of the smallest skateboards that you can reliably ri- ride like I think they're twenty two inches long that's their smallest size. And a lot of people love to hate them, but I wanted to get one because I fucking... Like, I need to skate on something with wheels. Like, a board with four wheels on it. I just need to do that. Like, I need to feel the ground beneath my feet move as I kick it forward and just, like, roll around. I just need it. And it has got to a point where it's making me so ridiculously unhappy. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's, like, overpriced as shit. I'm gonna have to pay for shipping because Malaysia is in the middle of fucking nowhere. So... Like let's do it. So today that skateboard came. My penny board came. My very first penny board and my only penny board. Um so that makes two skateboards I have. I have the longboard cruiser hybrid that's actually still stuck in Munich. Um waiting for me and I have this orange penny board which I just got today. It arrived a day early, which is why it made me really happy. It set me up for a good day um just just like that because it came a day early. Like I was excited for it anyway, but when it came a day early, like fuck. That's amazing. Um that happened today, which influenced a lot of my thoughts, believe it or not, like, it really influenced the way I thought about stuff when I could skateboard again, because it's such a symbol of freedom, it's such a symbol of independence to me, it's a powerful habit, and so, like, this piece of shit costs um, 110 US dollars, approximately, including shipping, including the cost of board, anything, everything, for a penny board, which is a plastic skateboard, which really has, like, limited use cases that's a little bit steep because you're paying for the penny brand obviously you can get better if you're not in malaysia because you can go to like other brands and shit but you know what i thought it was like fine but it was definitely it's definitely worth even though it's a little bit overpriced it's worth even if i had it just for today definitely worth the happiness the clarity that it brought me i should have fuck i should never travel anywhere in the world anywhere without a skateboard anymore because it's just that important to me and this experience taught me that. So that's pretty nice. Like I got, I mean, a lot of my biggest problems today were solved with a plastic orange skateboard. It's pretty fucking cool. I wish, the, the click you've just heard just now was my camera stopping recording because the SD card is full because I'm shit at managing footage. Um, I like to blame the technology as in I don't really have a, like, okay, small camera photographers rant There's not really a good way to manage your footage on an SD card. Like, give me a setup. I don't... Apart from a Mac, a desktop Mac, which is really fast, and some set of fast SSDs, I can't find a reliable setup. Like, I use an iPad Pro now. I plug the SD card straight in using a USB-C dock. Really spotty. Like, transfer speeds are a little bit trash, too. Because SD cards are a piece of trash. Anyway, tangents aside... um, I wish the camera was still recording so that I could show you this beautiful orange. I, I even took it out. Like, fuck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just like, I know it's just audio at this point, even for the video version of this, because the camera stopped recording. So I'm going to have to like just finagle the audio. But like, I wanted to, I brought, I even brought this skateboard into the recording at, at to my desk to like show you. I wanted to show you on camera because I'm so delighted with this little thing. So I don't know if you can hear this. That was, like, just me rolling a wheel. The bearings are so smooth and quiet, you probably can't hear shit. But, like, this thing this, this thing makes me happy. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that today because who knows? Like, it might have reminded you of something really simple you could have done that could really make your day, you know? Maybe give someone you love a hug or um, play a video game that you really like for about 15 minutes before you go to class or... Look at a funny video that you keep watching that, you know, makes you really happy. I don't know. That's just a little detail in the housekeeping section. It's not super related to any of this this episode, but, you know, except for the fact that it came today and this episode was recorded today. Lol. Look at that meta connection. Anyway, I <laughs> hope you enjoyed the episode of The Caloping. I will be... I will... I don't think there's any... Many places I will go without this fucking skateboard. I mean... I keep looking at it because it's bright orange. Okay, there's a story behind this. I'm going to have to show you guys tomorrow on video, um, this skateboard again. But it's a bright orange penny board made of plastic, and it's tiny by skateboard standards. So it looks pretty ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I mean, by skateboarding standards. But I love it because, like, it means so much. The reason it's bright orange is because this was the absolute cheapest board you could get from penny like, an actual functioning assembled board, um, because it was on sale, so this was, uh, there were a lot of cool designs and shit, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna remember the fucking $10 or whatever it is that I save, and this bright orange is not gonna bug me, um, even though it really bugged me when I ordered it, I'm like, you stupid piece of shit, you ordered a plastic orange skateboard, that's tiny, you stupid cunt, but, like, now I'm glad, because I saved the $10, and I'll forever be able to tell that story my first penny board was a dumb orange looking thing with transparent orange wheels because i could save ten dollars because this was on sale i'll forever have that story to tell and like i have a bright orange skateboard which always catches attention so i can tell that story that's a very nice detail which i really do appreciate um everything about this i don't really know why i brought that up this thing this thing about the orange skateboard wow we're actually on like this is like pushing one of the longest episodes of all of like the whole time. I think the longest is like 35 minutes, so we're pushing like 30 right now. Interesting. I thought I was tired, but all you need to do is take, talk about skateboarding. Yes, that's why I brought it up. I don't think there's any place I'll be going, which I which I won't bring this skateboard at. Like even for short trips out, it's it's beautiful. Um, if you're into skateboarding, and you're not a pompous cunt who is proud about yeah like fuck penny boards they're not real skateboards then try one out like honestly i was quite surprised the board flexes like the deck flexes quite a bit i was surprised i didn't expect it to i guess it's like meant to absorb some shock but it feels a bit unnatural because it worries me that the plastic flexes because i doubt the strength if a wood deck flexes like a maple deck then yeah i'm totally fine with it on the long board because i know that wood's pretty supple but you don't expect plastic to do that without breaking you think that there's something wrong And I still do have that feeling sometimes. So, like, absorbs shock pretty well. The bearings roll pretty fucking smooth. It's a smooth ride, like, especially if you're on pretty um smooth surfaces. Malaysia bumpy streets, potholes, uh, maybe not so great. But part of the part of what makes it fun is the danger of being run over. So there's a bit of an adrenaline rush there. I mean, just personally speaking, just you know, ride at your own risk. I'm not endorsing of this bullshit. Like, if you're in Malaysia, you probably shouldn't be skateboarding in public, period, because the drivers are fucking insane. And you can, like, fight me, bitch. Malaysian drivers are some of the worst in the fucking planet. I've been everywhere. Anyway, we're gonna end this fucking tangent-filled episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Clipping. Wow, I'm still looking at the damn camera, even though it's off and stopped recording about 12 minutes ago. Fuck me. Um, Okay, this. I'm tired. Let's go. Bye.